Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget remember if you or a loved one has a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard on VSEN. Welcome in, everybody. It's another edition of the Lombardi Line from downtown Las Vegas on a Tuesday Presented by BetMGM, we've got a lot to get to as we're into the final four weeks, officially, of the NFL season. Alongside the former NFL wide receiver, he's Mike Pritchard. I'm Ben Wilson. AFC playoff picture has now been sort of turned on its head, Mike, after what we've seen not only last night, but also on Sunday. New England Patriots now in the mix would be the seventh seed if the season ended today (laughs) after a come from behind 27-13 win in Arizona last night against the Cardinals. Wasn't all that convincing on the surface, though. It was more of a cardinal implosion more than anything else as the Patriots do cover and the undercashes. What do you think about this Patriot team? Well, they, we can't kill them off yet because they're 7-6 <laughs> and six and they're the seventh seed, Mike. What you do you know, think of this team? A, a lot of betters have the notion that Bill Belichick's going to figure it out, right? And, and there was a lot of support for the Patriots last night, and rightly so, minus one and a half to minus two and... Uh, you think about that situation uh, when you want to take the parents, Patriots and, and back them. Uh, and I, I think, are they figuring it out? No. Um, but are they playing better at times? Yes. It's still inconsistent, right, on mm-hmm. offense. I mean, I think there's a lot of frustration. You can see it uh, with the quarterback, which, by the way, why are you acting like that as a second-year player? Uh, Mike Jones is beyond me. Uh, I get it. You're frustrated. But, I mean, my gosh, be a professional. Um, but defensively, they are legitimate. I, I think they will figure it out uh, and be legitimate. If they can simplify a game and, and uh, get it into a fourth quarter, a lot of times it feels like Bill Belichick uh, and that coaching staff and those players can figure it out. But yeah, they did struggle. It's still clunky, and, and 
uh, inconsistent, like I mentioned, but they got the job done to put themselves in position mm -hmm. for the playoffs. I'm just glad you bring up Bill Belichick as a reason for a lot of people betting New England. Mm -hmm. Now, in a game like last night, you can understand why that would be the reasoning, given right. the coaching mismatch against Cliff Kingsbury. We'll get into the Arizona piece of this in a little bit as their season continues to completely fall apart at the seams. Hmm. But are we at the point now where, and this is not to make this some hot take talk radio type debate, but mm -hmm. Bill Belichick as a coach, his team does not look like they are prepared every single week. They look sloppy. A team that is the worst team out of the 32 in the NFL in net penalty yards. Right usually a pretty good indication of coaching, mm -hmm. with a quarterback that's 23 among the qualified 32 starters in rating, 27th in EPA per play. The development has not been there for a second-year quarterback in Mac Jones. Why is that still the one thing betters hang on to and say, well, it's Bill Belichick. We just give him a pass. When we now have 13 games of data that says, no, it's pretty sloppy and you only get away with it against other poorly coached teams like in Arizona last night. Right, and that's the key. Like It's, uh, it's uh, against other poorly coached teams or, or teams that are just not significant, not that great. Now, when you get to the playoffs, obviously that's going to change, you would think. Uh, but the wide-open nature, the parity nature of the National Football League, the closeness of games, too, one-possession games a lot of times uh, in the league, and Bill Belichick knows that. And so if you can steal a possession or two, if you can capture momentum, I mean, I think that's his coaching points right now for his football team. Defensively, let's try to get a turnover. Let, let's make sure that um, we're working with a short field offensively. We, we can get field goals. We can get points that way too. But uh, it's just a fine-tuning coaching points that are going on inside the building that's giving that team belief. And, and mm -hmm. from a betting standpoint, uh, that's, that's what you need to focus in on. Don't focus in on the numbers and uh, because it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. Mm -hmm. But as a former player and you're approaching the playoffs, what do we need to do to win a game? That's all they're preaching right now in New England. You wonder, you wonder though, with a team that has three of the final four games against current playoff teams, mm -hmm. do you have enough trust to say at an eight and a half now reposted win total for New England, who is seven and six, can they get to nine wins? Can they get into the playoffs? A team that prior to last night was plus 240 to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Those numbers at BetMGM nor at DraftKings have been released. They're off the board right now, but at the Raiders this coming week. And right. then final three games against teams all right now in the playoff picture in the AFC. Bengals, Dolphins at home at Buffalo. You would normally expect a team with a very good Hall of Fame coach to get better as the season goes on. I'm just not seeing that with New England on a week-to-week -week basis. So can you trust them to go 2-2 two and two here if you want to make a bet? Well, Cincinnati 2-2, two and two, I mean, I'll, I'll give them 1-3. and three. <laughs> But 2-2. Two and two, That's not good enough. I, I, that's that's, eight, that's eight and nine. I, Right, right. But Miami, that Miami game gets interesting. Like, mm -hmm. you, you, got, you got the Raiders this week. They're going to stay on the West Coast. And they were out here before. So they're familiar with the surroundings, if you will, of Las Vegas. I mean, how about that? You talk about coaching, right? I mean, uh, the preseason, okay, let's go out to Vegas. Let's take it all in uh, in the preseason. And so when we go back out there in a the regular season, it's just about business. In fact, they're going to fly up here for the game the night before the game, I believe. So the intrigue of Vegas is not going to be enticing or, or, or be a distraction, right? Uh, so take care of business here against the Raiders. Cincinnati is going to be dicey. I mean, Cincinnati's surging. Uh, Buffalo, they're going to have a lot to play for in that final game of the year, obviously, for home field advantage. I, I think so. So, um, yeah, it's, it's about the Raiders and can you beat the Dolphins? You know, can Bill Belichick beat the Dolphins? Fortunately for the Patriots, they went to Miami early on. That game's up in right. New England. Huge. Uh, which, is, which is huge, I think. So they're in a position to have a chance. And, and what I'm talking about as a player, as a former player, is, is that what do we need to do to win a game? 
that's where they are right now, Ben. Uh, and from a betting perspective, I, I mean, depending on what those lines are, I'm, I'm interested in that situation. You are interested in the over, the yes. Well, is that what you're saying? N- I'm not interested in the, well, I mean. Kind of sounds like you're a kind believer, of, Mike. Yeah. Kind of sounds yeah, like you're I a am. believer. I know, I am. I am. I, I'm leaning that way. I, it's funny. I'm not, yet <laughs> you look at and we're sort of, I guess just by proxy, almost penciling in this week as yeah. a win for New England since it is the one game against a non-current playoff team they've got to have. Mm-hmm. Betting market, though, says this is a toss-up. It opened as a pick of most books. Right now, Patriots up to minus one. Right. After a very good second-half performance last night in Las Vegas against the Raiders, you do have the coaching, uh, very interesting relationships on display here. With well, they have injuries. Daniels, long-time, yes, former coordinator for yep. Bill Belichick, injuries on both sides. Yeah. I just look at a team that needed basically five pretty epic failures by Arizona last night. Missed field goal early, mm-hmm. complete botch of clock management in the final 40 seconds of the second quarter for the Cardinals. The game completely flips on a fumble by DeAndre Hopkins, return for a touchdown after Hollywood Brown had dropped a wide open ball on a fourth down that would have given Arizona first and goal to go. And then an interception that would have been a wide open touchdown were it not for a hit right at the last second coming around the left edge that made that throw from Colt McCoy go way, way short. Those are five pretty critical errors that if you could even point to, let's just say two of those were not committed by Arizona. They easily win that game going away last Well, week. you can look at it that way, or can you look at it this way? The Patriots kind of forced those mistakes outside of the drop pass. I mean, uh, Hollywood Brown, take the Hollywood yeah. away from him. Okay. Why are you diving for a pass? This field right? goal, Hopkins is just holding the ball out like a loaf well, of bread. It got, I mean. it got punched out, though. <laughs> it got punched out. I know. Yeah, and then uh, Uche was just a beast. That I mean, was they a were really good the quarterback. Play. So you yeah, give him credit there. They, they yes. made um, Colt McCoy kind of panic, too, a lot of times. I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah, a lot of mistakes on the other side, but that's typical what's going to happen for bad teams. And uh, I think as a better, do you do you focus in on that? Like, for instance, the Raiders are making their fair share of mistakes. They're not well coached. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, the, the, the thought that Derek Carr might be winding down as a starting quarterback for this football team too, there's a lot of emotion right there involved with the Raiders. They got injuries, but the Raiders have, I mean, excuse me, the, the Patriots have, uh, key injuries too, though. Stevenson, you know, the running back, but they found some other running backs that could step in. Uh, you, you think about uh, the wide receiver position, uh, decimated with some injuries, concussions, and stuff like that. So, and Devontae Parker last r- night, right. the latest. Oh, man. I know, I know. So, I, I see why the line is where it's at, but I do know there's, I, I got reached out to months ago about the possibility of New England Patriots fans coming to Vegas. And how do they get tickets? Oh, this was months ago. Like 45,000. Right, right. And you heard Sunday. that stadium last night. So I don't know if those fans are going to migrate a little bit further north and come here to Vegas. But uh, yeah, I think, um, I don't know if the Raiders are going to have home field uh, for that for that football oh, no game. No question. Yeah. Should be a Patriot pseudo home game. I'm just surprised you as a wide receiver mm-hmm. with, with the DeAndre Hopkins thing. What, what are you doing holding the ball like that? Yeah. Well, I thought you'd be more critical of the guy. Well, I am critical. I mean, you it have to give credit. Out. It yeah. was punched out, but right. like, why are you just holding the ball? You like, shouldn't be holding the ball like that. No, no, I know. Maybe a little um, hubris for such a good wide receiver. <laughs> maybe, Mike. Well, no, he's really, really good. But no, that was a critical mistake. I mean, that, that just gave momentum. And you, you, like you mentioned, like that's a bad football team. And now a great player is doing bad things on a bad football mm-hmm. team. Patriots just before the end of half botchery if we can call it that by Arizona had run 27 plays for 115 yards about 4.3 yards per play three punts and an interception in five drives it was as ugly as it gets and yet 
The narrative is totally different today. They're in the playoff picture. Again, off the board to make the playoffs. Yeah. If we just look, Mike, real quick at the other mm -hmm. three teams in the mix right now. Miami with the two losses in a row. Eight and five now, number six seed as it currently stands. We're minus 750 at BetMGM before the San Francisco game. They're down to minus 280 yeah. at DraftKings, yeah. plus 225 to make. Chargers at seven and six. They mm -hmm. are minus 200 this morning at DraftKings. The Jets at seven and six with a lot of injury concerns with quarterback Mike White. Un uncertain if he will go this week against the Detroit Lions. Now plus 150 to make, Mike. Any yeah. of those three numbers I just throw at, out at you interest you? Um, no, because there's so many moving parts with all those teams right now. Uh, nothing interests me uh, in, in that regard. I mean, the, the Chargers, and we're going to talk about the Chargers. Uh, if, if I mean, but it's minus 200 now, like, right? I mean... Um, and I would say the big reason why they are the one team unlike the other as far as yeah, strength of schedule, right. home Tennessee at Indianapolis, home Rams at Denver. Right. And, you know, Staley is a wild card uh, from that situation, but they are getting healthy. I mean, they're talking about Bosa, you know, Derwin James eventually is going to come back too. And it feels like they're playing more with, with, with more confidence uh, and they have that quarterback. Uh, right. And so... I mean, the minus 200, I just, I'm not, I don't like that price. And then uh, I think the Dolphins could potentially slide. I thought the Ravens could potentially slide too, uh, which is interesting with this Lamar Jackson thing. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that though. But no, I, I, I just don't like the prices of, of those uh, situations. If there's one you would probably want to take a dart throw on, Miami at plus 225 even. To miss the playoffs? Especially, yeah, with yeah. games at Buffalo, at New England, yeah. and home Jets to close the season. One and three could very much be in play for Miami. Sure, sure. Who knows? We still have a lot to get to on the Lombardi line. Will Hill, our visa analyst, will join us later this hour. Up next, we'll take a look at some of the biggest injury storylines heading into Week 15. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSEN. With Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. As we close the book on last night for Monday Night Football, the big injury news will lead us into a Week 15, Mike, of a whole lot of quarterback question marks on the injury front as we go into the final four weeks of the season. Quarterback Kyler Murray rumored, those were the reports last night, to have torn his ACL, injured on the first drive of the game for Arizona. Cardinals blow an early 13-7 lead with five critical mistakes. Now find themselves at 4-9 on the season, Mike. What can you say about an Arizona team that was at a nine and a half win total yeah. and bet MGM opened that number and is now in a position where if it is a final four games with Colt McCoy at quarterback, four and 13, five and 12 could easily be the final record. Yeah, I mean, when you see a team like this in disarray, uh, just go back to the offseason. Uh, it, it started back then for the Arizona Cardinals with the whole contract thing, the scrubbing of your social with Kyler and uh, it was drama filled, right? I mean, they got picked for end season hard knocks for a reason, I think. Um, but then you had coaches messing up, you had players messing up in training camp. Uh, the lack of focus was evident; it was everywhere. Um, and then you combine that with the notion that Kyler Murray is a gadget type of quarterback. He's not really a quarterback uh, in the National Football League. He he never, I think, presented that opportunity. And then Cliff Kingsbury. The only reason why he was hired was because they wanted to draft Kyler. And he's the only guy who could understand him and coach him, really, to be honest with you. So uh, I've done some media out in Arizona, and they're talking about uh, what's going to happen next for this organization when they just extended the GM, the head coach, and the quarterback. It's like a package deal. It's like they held the Bidwills hostage, and they all got contracts. Uh, and they all got uh, contract extensions. So uh, if they're willing to eat all that money, uh, I mean – Arizona should clean house. They should, but I don't think they will. Hard to make that case when it's a five-year extension for right. Coach Cliff Kingsbury to right. 2027. Kyler Murray just given a five-year, $230.5 million deal. They are expecting to have an MRI today, waiting on the reports of that to come out 
That was the original thought, though, from Mike Jarecki. Got sources within the uh, Arizona team that it was a torn ACL pending the MRI coming up today. Yeah. Cardinals right now open minus, I should say, plus one in Denver, where we don't know who will be the Broncos starting quarterback, Russell Wilson, and concussion protocol. Mm -hmm. That's now up to minus three this morning at a lot of books. Some still holding out at two and a half, but juiced to the Denver side. Does kick off, though, a big week of quarterback uncertainty. Mike White in New York, part of the AFC playoff picture we opened the show talking about. He gets injured, has is being listed right now. As I look at the updated report here from head coach Robert Sala, technically it's a rib injury, calling him day-to-day. And the Jets host Detroit, the hot team in the NFC this week, Mike, a Detroit team who's won five of six. How do you see this playing out for the Jets, given the lack of other quarterback options <laughs> they've thrown on the field at this point? Well, they still have a number one pick in Zach Wilson. You just don't know where he's at right now because he got benched, right? I mean, Mike White, his courage, I mean, I, I know in the locker room, they respect him uh, and they called him a warrior and all that, which he was. I mean, he was getting... He was getting decimated out there, but he kept fighting. Uh, and so you appreciate that and you respect that too. But uh, their backup option is intriguing to me because Zach Wilson does have the talent. He just didn't have it upstairs in terms of understanding what it takes to perform uh, and be consistent in the National Football League. Now, by being benched, did that humble an entitled player, right? That's what we're talking about. An entitled player like Zach Wilson, did he get humbled by the fact that he got benched? And if he did, he's, he's immensely talented. He really is. Uh, and you wonder if that can help out the cause uh, for the Jets down the stretch. I mean, it's all about that culture. And uh, we've seen the buy-in already from a number of players outside of that quarterback, right? And then we're seeing it with Detroit. And Detroit has won on the road now, uh, which before, as a better, you would, okay, they're playing on the road. Uh, they haven't won on the road with this coach. Okay, bet against maybe. Uh, but certainly look at the lines and make sure that's a comfortable situation. Uh, but I, I think this game is highly competitive, well-matched. Uh, it's going to come down to White and, and how he functions as a quarterback, I think, in his football game. Detroit is sky high with the confidence. Detroit mm -hmm. is enjoying themselves, too, on the football field. Uh, early week lean right now is towards the Lions. With the Lions on the East Coast books, we showed you a second ago on the screen at BetMGM. It's still... Jets minus one, but most, if not all, of the Nevada jurisdiction books open this pretty much pick them. And mm. it's staying there right now as we wait more news on who will be the quarterback for the Jets. It's just hard to see a world in which a Jet team that's seven and six, mm -hmm. it's right in the middle of the playoff hunt, have a bunch of winnable games down the stretch, hosting Jacksonville, going to Seattle, going to a Miami team now struggling, have a big game this week, as we, as we know, uh, hosting Detroit. So can you really think... As quarterback, Zach Wilson would be the answer, given how big of a liability he's been this year. For what it's worth, here's what head coach Robert Sala had to say. Maybe this will give us a little more insight when he was asked about the state of mind for his backup quarterback right now, Zach Wilson. Zach's ready for everything, but at the same time, I've still got to meet with the offensive staff and just kind of reevaluate, not reevaluate, but just make sure we finish the evaluation process and all that. So, again, that's another one with regards to the backup quarterback that I'll have answers for you guys on Wednesday. But he's he's Zach's Zach's fine. He's uh he's been working hard for the last couple of weeks. He's in a great head, uh, mental headspace, and uh, um, so he's he's ready for whatever we ask out of him. What goes into a decision like that? Uh, a lot of communication. Just make sure everyone's on the same page. And uh, but um, you know, just looking back, I obviously he's been improving over the last couple of weeks too. So Zach's done his part, and uh, so again, we're just 
things that we have to talk about. I like the the wry smile and laugh coming out of Mike Pritchard. He's <laughs> in a good headspace. Listen to Robert Sala. I, I have you, not heard that. But what did he just say? He's in a that's, good headspace. That's those are probably the words you were looking to hear. It's everything we were just talking about. Like um, when you look at Zach Wilson and a talent, I mean, you can't deny that, right? Is he in a good headspace though? And to me, that was something that they're going to talk about as coaches because Mike White injured. Is he going to give you the best chance to win or the right headspace? Very, very talented quarterback. Does he give you the best chance to win? I mean, I, I think so. Here's how I would approach it. Or here's how I think the Jets are going to approach it. How about that? Uh, as they approach this very, very important game for with Detroit, they're going to go with Mike White probably to see how he is, but they're going to prepare Zach Wilson too. They're going to give him enough reps and enough work to prepare him for this game and this game plan. So uh, the right headspace and, and the conversation with coaches, yes, I, I think Zach Wilson is in play for this game. You would have to think, just yeah. being a professional, right. when you watch how little we talk about the other quarterbacks, what Joe Flacco oh. can or cannot give the Jets, who, and it's not really his fault. He's yes, late it is. 30s. He can't move. He's just a, he's a statue in there. Oh. If, if you have two quarterbacks who should, as you say, with talent, at least profile to be useful, mm -hmm. you should be able to use one or the other and have a realistic amount of confidence. Stats-wise, Zach Wilson profiles as the worst, with the exception of Baker Mayfield, the worst quarterback to have taken enough snaps to qualify as a starter this year in right. the NFL. Jets, though, continue to rely on a defense that kept them in the game against Buffalo, only allowed 20 points, mm -hmm. and have been a group that is top five in the league in yards per drive allowed this season, now taking on this red-hot Lions team that's won the five of six. How much of an impact do you believe the Quinn and Williams injury on the defensive line will be for the Jets, where the early reports sound like he is not likely to be able to go? Yeah, I mean, that is impactful. We did see um, the, the Jets have a rotation all year long, and so uh, even other players stepped up, though, and got the job done uh, and played well uh, in the absence of Williams that way. But no, that's a big miss. Um, you know, the, the thing about the Jets, too, and being so culture-oriented that way, um, their defense is stout, and that team wanted Mike White as their coach. I mean, excuse me, as their quarterback. Um, but, you know, the thing about the right headspace comment from Robert Sala, you know, everybody's in the right headspace. And uh, you just mentioned Joe Flacco. Nobody's going to believe in him at all after what just happened. Uh, so it's like, okay, Zach, you kind of earn the right to be the backup. Can you continue in this direction and earn the right to become a starter again. And I love that. I love that for, especially for these entitled guys uh, these days. So uh, if he embraces that along with everybody else who mm -hmm. has the next man up mentality, kind of like what we're talking about with the defense, uh, the Jets should be okay. But a highly competitive game, the way that Detroit's playing though, again, my early lean, uh, early mm -hmm. week uh, right now is Detroit. It's funny how the Jets and Patriots profile so similar. Oh, they do. Top 10 overall defenses, mm -hmm. very shaky at the quarterback position. And both are seven and six. Patriots did win both of the divisional games. It's why they have currently the number seven seed hold, despite being one of the three seven and six teams right now. And it is why we'll likely see the Patriots priced pretty favorably to make the playoffs, mm. as opposed to the Jets, whose number is out right now, plus 150. On the Jets. It doesn't sound like you have enough faith to want to back the Jetropolitans to get into the dance. Well, the variables at quarterback right now. I mean, if White was healthy, I mean, it would be a different number, though, right? No question. Yeah. I, that would at least be worth probably 30 cents, I'd say, if you had. Yeah. If you knew going into this week, Mike White was fully healthy and 100%. But right now, Jets 
at plus 150. We'll flip over to the NFC side. Some teams like the Detroit Lions who are absolutely surging. We'll look at those teams plus the teams with elite defenses when we come back on the Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. College Bowl season is about to kick off, and VEASAN has you covered with this year's College Football Bowl Guide. This year's guide is picks on the spread and total of every bowl game from VEASAN experts and Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power rankings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Josh Applebaum will give insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke can help give you an advantage if you're part of bowl confidence pools. Give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide. That is VEASAN.com slash subscribe. First bowl game in the Bahamas Friday morning on the East Coast. 8.30 a.m. kickoff for us uh, here out west. Mike, what was your bowl record in your time at Colorado? Let's see. Um, well. Including a national championship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not that impressive. But. There is a national championship involved. So that so supersedes It does, right? One, one and two in it, both. But what's funny is that I asking you that question, all I remember was the national championship right. win. So no, no one other bowl game really registers in most people's Yeah, members. we played the Freedom Bowl in Cali uh, against BYU and grown men uh, with yeah. families and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But it was a good time in Southern California. We lost by three points. Um, Darian Hagan actually established himself as our quarterback and then the next two years was back-to-back Orange Bowls for the national championship, and we lost one to Notre Dame, had to rematch, and won one. So one and two, but a natty. One and one in the ones that really uh, That's true. That's true. That's true. Again, that's part of what you'll see in the bowl betting guide because motivation <laughs> right. changes based on the bowl. Yes, Freedom Bowl versus Orange Bowl, <laughs> maybe know. a little bit different. Mike Pritchard yeah. won the national championship in his time at Colorado. That is all that matters as we sit here today. As we go back to the NFL, looking at teams now starting to surge, and one team you have to keep in mind as we look at the NFC playoff picture, it's the Detroit Lions. Winners of 5-6, of six, Mike. I know. They're 3-1 to one to make the playoffs, and the biggest improvement we have seen out of Detroit, it's been on the defensive end. On the year, sure, you look at their overall numbers. Second to last in yards per game allowed. Continue to be bottom three in the league in pass defense, in rush defense. But over the last six weeks, they've improved to 16th in the NFL out of the 32 teams on an EPA per play basis, combined with Jared Goff putting up very impressive numbers, another 30-point output on offense and a win over Minnesota Sunday. How real of this resurgence do you believe there is right now for Detroit? I'm going to give it respect because of when it's happening. Like if this was happening in you know, late October or something, uh, okay, that's different, right? But it, it's hop- happening in December and, and and approaching January and certainly the playoffs. So everybody's playing, or you hope that you're playing your best football right now. Uh, and if the Lions are playing their best football and getting better and they're playing teams that's playing their best football, then you have to respect what the Lions are doing right now. It's unfortunate that they did get off to the slow start uh, because they might have played themselves out of a playoff position. That's why you have to have uh, a better record than those first four weeks. You know, one and three, if you look at the schedule for the Lions. I mean, two and two. Look, Think about what the situation the Lions would be in uh, right now even. So uh, they've done it without the benefit of a bye, and certainly they put it together the last uh, two, uh, last three games. Uh, they're averaging, my goodness, 33 points a game offensively uh, and just allowing about 21 points a game defensively. And uh, you add all that up, and you got some metrics. I know you do. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know I love the metrics. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But no, they they are a surging team. One of the three teams I identified that are playing well 
And if they can get him as a dog, I, I think that helps you as a better. It's funny how with a head coach and Dan Campbell, he still looks a little bit aloof with in-game <laughs> decision-making. There was a fourth and four inside the Minnesota 40 this past week. Goes for it, tries a very bizarre play that did not really have a chance of working out. And there's at least one or two of those a game where you just sort of scratch your head and say, he still is not really of the proficient in-game managers. And yet, you yeah. have to give him so much credit for the way the personnel has improved throughout the season. And as we're about to hear, there's certainly some confidence going on in that locker room, as Coach Campbell can attest to. I like where we're at. Our guys continue to battle. Um, but we got four tough ones ahead of us. There are no, you know, you could win. Do you see what Jacksonville, I mean, listen, man, I, there's dangerous teams in this league. And every week, you never know what can happen. And so you got to prepare to win. You got to have a dang good game plan. Your guys got to believe in it, and they got to work at it, and they got to trust in it. And uh, and then, man, you got to have things go your way too. So we're in a good spot right now. We got a tough opponent, and uh, it's on to the next one. With the final four games, three of those four huh. on the road, outdoors, two of them likely in very poor weather conditions as well. Coach Dan Campbell actually makes a really good point there, and it applies to the betting market where. Trying to get involved in futures, whether that's preseason or in-season, is such a difficult proposition simply because of the nature of the NFL mm -hmm. and how tight so many games are week to week. Even though 3-1 to one is a tempting number, I'm not sure I can really trust Detroit at this point. Okay. Can you? Well, I was going to ask you, as you, know, you look at Detroit in that situation um, and you just listen to that soundbite from Hulk Hogan, I mean, Dan Campbell, um, like, what would you do? People call him Hulk Hogan. Um, you don't know who Hulk Hogan I, is. I know yet. who that is. Okay. Come on, Mike. Come <laughs> well, on. it seems like it flew over your head right there. But, uh, you I know. some kneecaps. Uh, kneecaps, exactly. That's involved in it. Um, but there's a bunch of former players on that coaching staff. A bunch of them. Very, very emotional. And Campbell's part of it. Uh, and you talked about coaching decisions, right? Um, the thing about those type of decisions they worked on that play in practice though, or they work on plays like that, right? And so they give it a shot and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And uh, if it would have worked, you know, I, I don't know, uh, I don't know if they'd be called brilliant or not, but right, it, it's gimmicky, it really is. But that's what you're dealing with if you're betting with the Lions. You have a bunch of former players that are understanding December football, trying to get that conveyed to their players right now, trying to inject some belief uh, that they can make a run uh, now, they're respecting the schedule like they should, but this team, I think, is very, very confident. Uh, Jamison Williams adds another dimension. I think golf has unlocked another level of, of his play, and they have a really, really good offensive line and running game. I mean, this team is sound, it, it, but the, there, there is some, some pause to the fact that you do have an emotional type of former player as head coach and you wonder mm -hmm. if he will make sound decisions down the stretch right even in a situation where you win three or four right. get to nine and eight that still might not be enough probably better off just betting if you're a believer of detroit and you like them this week already against the jets on the road a pick them in most nevada's jurisdictions just betting the the detroit lions on a game-to-game -game basis probably mm -hmm. a way you can make profit as you would have been profiting over the past six weeks had that been a, a consistent strategy of yours right. detroit right now still well on the outside looking in for the nfc playoff picture at six and seven the three teams above them commanders and giants each seven five and one 
play each other this week in Washington while Seattle is 7-6. and six. We'll get to Seattle a little bit later since that mm-hmm. is our Thursday night football game to preview as they host the San Francisco 49ers. But Commanders and Giants right now, Mike, seeing some respected money come in on the Washington side. Most shops had this early on opening in the 4.5 range. We're split between 4.5 or 5, but a couple of books, including behind us at Circa, have already gone up to 5. Very interesting scheduling quirk where Washington goes at Giants by home giants from your experiences playing that is a very rare thing you don't see all that often Mm -hmm. is that enough of an edge you feel like for uh, washington comparatively speaking when you think about uh, the situation at hand this week no no um (laughs) i mean (sighs) see this is where i have conflict uh as a better sometimes because i I hear repeatedly from more experienced betters obviously and professional betters that okay the quarterback means so much to a number Right, and so look at the situations with the Giants. Uh, look at the situations with the com- Commanders. Look at the situation uh, with the with the Packers and the Lions, right, uh, and the Panthers. Even um, this is intriguing to me from from a betting standpoint. Uh, uh, what do you get behind, and what do you back? I mean, from a Commanders standpoint, they they run the ball very well, uh, certainly, but they do have a gunslinger at quarterback, and uh, and you wonder if that's going to cost them or is that going to really help them uh, keep them going? The Giants, we're finding out so much about the Giants right now. Uh, so Notably, they're not any good. Right, <laughs> so right, right. Out. I don't know if they're a playoff <laughs> team. But we were just talking about the Lions. You have a, a Super Bowl starting quarterback with the Lions that's figuring it out and playing at a high level. So, And then you have the Packers that are intriguing because they do have Aaron Rodgers. Can the Packers run the table uh, against the Rams, Dolphins, Vikings, and Lions. Um, so Alpha buy. I'll by say the way. no. Okay. <laughs> As a Packer fan, I mean, I, I and, get it. And but, our, yes, our, our graphic notably missing uh, Washington, yeah. who is minus two twenty five or right. so. If you look at the books that are offering that price, DraftKings of of one of these co shops who have it. So slide them into number six. You drop the Giants and Seahawks down a, a notch. Yeah. In other words, what I'm say, saying is, I kind of trust the Lions more than both of those teams. Uh, the Giants and, and the Commanders. I would certainly trust the Lions a lot more than the Giants right okay. now. Giants bottom eight in the league from a blocking standpoint, both on offense mm-hmm. and on defense. You see the physicality for a team that is run first with a talented running back in Saquon Barkley. Right. They don't have the physicality. They're blown off the ball by Philadelphia from start to finish on mm-hmm. Sunday. Now you're asking them to go up against Washington, a team off a bye. The first meeting was a tie, but Washington has a elite top five defense on a yard-per-game-allowed basis. Yeah. Washington ought to be the right side in this game, and the slide, I would imagine, continues for the Giants. Yeah. It's a team who's basically, uh, pick them, minus 105 to make, minus 115 to Lions miss. lost by a field goal early on in the year against Philly. That's the Lions did. They had their opportunities. Will Hill, VEASAN analyst, has some Week 15 plays for us next. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log in to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Back to wrap up our first hour of the Lombardi line with our producer Brian Ortega behind the glass and our technical director, Andrew Ingold. It's time to welcome in our favorite uh, first hour Tuesday guest. Because we have a favorite second hour Tuesday yes. guest, Mike. See how I did that? <laughs> I did. Not myself there. <laughs> yes, Not to say Will Hill's our favorite <laughs> guest, but like we don't want to throw shade at Josh Applebaum that way. Now he's Will Hill, our outstanding Vs and do-it-all analyst at Not The Will Hill. Four weeks left in the season, man. Like, where is the time flown? Uh, here we go. It's, it's time to get into the nitty-gritty here, and we get a a divisional spot to kick off the Saturday slate. It'll be the night game Saturday, but one of three really good games Will, with Miami going to Buffalo, 
How concerned are you watching quarterback Tua Tagovailoa in this Dolphins offense with how they've sputtered here the last couple of weeks? Oh, I think you have to be really concerned. And first off, I mean, n- nothing better than Saturday NFL games. You get the bowl game starting to sit there all day Saturday, get three, yes. and then get a bunch of games Sunday. The buys are over, so it's a great time of the year. But, you know, I, the word exposed, I think, is a strong word, but I think it's probably the correct word. I think Miami's gotten a little bit exposed here the past couple of weeks. I think, you know, everything they throw is tight. It's to the numbers. It's inside. I think teams are daring to a. Uh, you know, dropping their linebackers back, daring him to throw it outside the numbers, throw it deep. And boy, it's looked really bad. And that's in good conditions. That's in San Francisco. That's in L.A. Now you're going to put him in bad conditions in Buffalo uh, against a team that's got revenge on their mind after a game, you know, uh, early in the season where Buffalo just completely dominated the stats but lost it late. Uh, this is a tough spot for Miami. The numbers moved. I mean, you're crazy land about seven and a half. I, I probably would lean towards land that. To me, it's a great teaser leg with Buffalo. Yeah. I, I do think they win this game by 10 plus points. So I think you have to be concerned about Miami this week. And hey, eight and six, if they lose this game, are they a lock to make the playoffs? I think you can get them like plus 230 to miss it. Uh, they have a pretty tough schedule the rest of the way. The Packers, the Jets, it's if this is going to be the two going forward the rest of the season and, and Tyree Kill is banged up on top of it, mm-hmm. I'm not sure Miami is a lock to make the playoffs. So I do like Buffalo in the spot. Yeah, seven and a half is the line for Buffalo. Pretty much market wide. I see a couple of sevens juiced to the bill side here in the Nevada, Nevada jurisdiction. You see the Dolphins had the heaters out on the sideline. <laughs> so by Sunday, I did so like it's in LA. I, I, right. like 55 yeah, degrees on a I Sunday know. night. What's going to happen there, Sunday? There's soft uh, a little soft out there in Miami what's going on but um no will I agree with you I I think you know it's earlier in the week too and I lean on you for your wisdom on this because uh, of line movement and and anticipating that too because we're always trying to get the best of the number and you mentioned teasers I mean that that's an automatic play for me uh talking about teasers with Buffalo but I'm curious you know with Miami you said exposed and I don't know if that's a strong word though to be honest with you because you're right uh, what teams and what what the Chargers backups did to Miami's uh, offense was intriguing yeah, to me. Like point. just sitting on everything, breaking to the inside, those quicker throws, they took away the read option stuff too from Tua. And it's like, where else can McDaniel go? Because he can't lean on a running game. For whatever reason, he has a reluctance uh, to run with the football and, and stick with the run that way. And they're banged up with the running back uh, position as well. Yeah, and you brought up a good point. That wasn't exactly the 85 Bears defense for the Chargers. No no James, no Bosa. They're a team. They've given up a ton of yards per play, over six yards per play. That's basically a lot of backups, you know, mm. uh, a scout team in the secondary. And they were locked down. I mean, they, that was deep into that game where two had four completions. And look at how they got their 14 points. It was, I mean, maybe one of the luckier plays you'll ever see where it's a fumble. Mm-hmm. Everyone sort of stops playing. Hill picks the ball up and runs it into the end zone. And then another play where Tua just throws it up and the defender trips over his feet and Hill catches it and runs into the end zone so you know it's amazing that game was even 17 14 as late as it was that's a game the chargers dominated and this is two really bad performances in a row for tua he had a game against pittsburgh remember on sunday night um you know five or six weeks ago he looked really bad it's just you got to be concerned and you know deeper deeper picture here bigger picture if you're miami are you gonna pay Tua a lot of years and a lot of money because he's a guy it, it looks like where you have to have just everything perfect around him with the receivers the scheme and you know, once you pay the quarterback big money, that's money you're taking yeah. away from the rest of the team. So I'm sure they will, but just because his counting stats are so good. But man, that's a, a dicey proposition. At least, Will, you said that plus 225, 230 number intrigues you. That's the number when yeah. Mike and I started the show looking at the four teams right in that six through nine seed race in the AFC playoff picture. Only the top seven get in. 
That was the one that stuck out to us at Miami. No price at greater than a two to one. One of the three Saturday games, Miami and Buffalo to kick off week 15 after we get Thursday night football between San Francisco and Seattle. Well, the game that starts that triple header on Saturday is the Minnesota Vikings who fall flat on their faces in Detroit this past week. Some of the market movement early has been to the underdog Indianapolis Colts off of their buy from four and a half. Some of the offshore openers down to Minnesota minus four. What do you expect to get out of a Minnesota team off a pretty rough loss there in Detroit? Yeah, it's funny. Minnesota now 10 and three has been outscored on the season. So I understand it, it's a misleading record. They're not as good as the record, but man, this is really, I think a little uh, overly disrespectful to only be laying four uh, at home against Indy. Minnesota's got one of the better home field advantages in the league, especially when they're good. This is a chance to clinch the division, which they haven't done in, you know, they haven't won that division, I think, 2017. So that's going to mean something to the team, to the fans. Uh, to me, this Indianapolis team is a, just a dead team. I know they're off extra rest, but you know the one thing Minnesota can't really do, they can't play pass defense. And Indy's not going to expose that too much. Uh, I think Minnesota at home will be able to get enough of a pass rush. We know Ryan's a statue in the pocket. So you know Minnesota's going to get their 24-plus points against pretty much everyone that's still a really good offense. I would expect Minnesota to win and to cover this number. I think that four is a little cheap, so I do like Minnesota here. I don't want to use roller coaster too lightly here, but the Carolina Panthers have been on a roller coaster season. I mean, my goodness, will they have a chance to win their division? Uh, what are you looking at here with the Carolina Panthers in their game at home against Pittsburgh? Yeah, I have some uh, some long prices on Carolina to win the division that I've <laughs> I've ripped up, I've pieced back together a couple times, and. Hey, it's right in front of them. They control their own destiny, so to speak. If they win all their games, they win the division. You could easily win this at eight. It's possible you win this at seven. Probably not likely, but I don't think the winner of this division is going to be over 500. I just like the way they're playing. You know, it's Mm -hmm. funny. Some of the numbers don't suggest they're a great defense. They're sort of middle of the pack yards per play. I think they're 11th or 12th. DVOA, they're middle of the pack. But if you watch them on film, they're big. They're fast. They can all run. I don't know if you know the offense being so inept early in the year just hurt their defense because it was on the field too much. But to me, this is a really good unit on defense. They're home, and you know it's a cliche to say they they have an identity, but they really do. They run the ball. They play defense. Darnold has not killed them. I think he sort of knows knows his role here. He's probably never going to live up to the pedigree of being one of the top picks in the draft, but he's at least been serviceable. And you know, you get a Pittsburgh team that probably lost all hope of making the playoffs last week by losing to Baltimore in what was an emotional game. So I think Carolina wins the game. I'm sure it'll be close. So, hey, if you're going to tell me, hey, I'm going to I'm going to tease the Steelers up to the eight and a half. I can't argue with you, but mm-hmm. I do think Carolina wins. And I kind of think they win the division. I just don't like what I see from Tampa at all. <laughs> How could you? Yeah. And we could say this about all these teams. But, hey, if Carolina doesn't get the penalty on DJ Moore taking his helmet off and, mm-hmm. and they make the extra point or the short field goal, they win that game. If Tampa doesn't have the miracle of all miracles against the Rams or, or really the Saints on Monday night. Panthers are in first place right now. So this is a Panthers team that I think has some life. And, you know, after everything they've been through, firing the coach and, and losing all these close games, it, it's right there. It'd be a great story if they made the playoffs. Yeah. Crazy to think crazy about story. when you posit it that way. <laughs> plus plus 375 still yeah. at BetMGM. Jim, what were your numbers, Will, those long shots you had on Carolina? I think I got some 19 to 1, Ooh, some 12 nice. to 1. Oh. Yeah. And, oh, and, oh uh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get the they, tape they out. Get the, too, until they get, weren't. Get the, yeah, get the glue there. Yeah, get those tickets back together in one sure. place. Well, before we let you go, one more game to throw at you. Dallas at Jacksonville, as it has happened many a week. The respected money coming in on the Jacksonville Jaguars. As I update my uh, screen in front of me, now down to four and a half at a few books, still holding out at five at a couple other shops after opening in the six or six and a half range to the Dallas Cowboys. Where do you see the value here? 
Jags, similar to the Panthers, where after everything they've been through, they lost a bunch of close games. They can win this division because if they can ever beat Dallas, the Titans play the Chargers in L.A. this week, and the Jags already beat the Titans head-to-head. They play them again week 18 in Jacksonville. So Jacksonville's got everything right in front of them. I like what I've seen from Lawrence. I didn't like what I saw from him last year, the beginning of this year, but I think he's played really well lately. They've got a good front four. Dallas is beat up now on the offensive line, which I think uh, is an issue. This game means more to Jacksonville than it does to Dallas. I'll take the four and a half here with the Jags. And like the Panthers, I think they got a shot here to steal the division too. Plus 450, yeah. Mike, to win the AFC South at BetMGM. They are intriguing. I mean, I agree with Will. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is playing better, a lot better. Uh, this is a transcendent type of talent too that a lot of people thought that was going to be the case with him from a talent standpoint, and he's starting to get it. Really punched uh, Tennessee in the mouth yep. too. Yep. That, just the entire Jacksonville team as sure. a whole. Very impressive, uh, comprehensive victory there in Nashville on Sunday. Down seven, nothing right away yeah. too, yeah. and then they just killed them the rest of the way. Yeah. Henry had a hundred rushing yards early in the game. Did nothing <laughs> in the second half for Tennessee. Uh, Will Hill, you can give him a follow at not the Will Hill. Check out all of his work on Twitter. Outstanding, do it all decent analyst. Will, great to catch up with you, and we'll see you next week. All right, see you guys. When we return, time for hour number two of the Lombardi line, highlighted by right route, wrong route with the former receiver, Mike Christian. We'll get into that. Talk some top storylines when we return. A lot of big games in the NFL card. Every team in action in week 15. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.